Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to your weekend bender. I figured that there were so many questions that were being asked um, while I'm in my hometown of Carlsbad, Cali. Why not just go and blow it out? If we can't go drink and do drugs and get naked and do crazy things, I'm going to give you the ultimate weekend bender on this pod. And P.S. If you do any of those things this weekend, fucking fabulous. Have fun. All right. Um, no judgment here ever. Just realness. A lot of you too are like, oh my God, you're in Carlsbad, my hometown. I'm like, duh, it's my hometown, bitches. I grew up here, went to Carlsbad High, and this is my favorite place to be. Um, just to preface a little bit of an opening for a new format that I'm going to try with you guys. Everything that I create, I legit do with my own hands and heart, and these are original ideas. So I'm going to talk a little bit about um, something that's going on in the real world, in my own community. Then I'm going to jump into questions for weekend benders. And then I'm going to go into um, a little bit more on wellness, beauty, and cooking. My mentor, James Teague, and I were having discussion. And we really we want uh, to be of great use and service to you. So allow me to be very real and open about um, what we're focusing on in the wellness world and, and what's really relevant that can help you to improve your life. So I'm going to answer all of your questions. That's what Weekend Bender is going to be for. So I will start taking time out during my week or even on a Saturday to record these for you. And then I want you to just blast through them. Even if your question didn't get answered yet, please take notes because some of these questions are for you. Sometimes the universe sends you angels, sends you answers, sends you notes, sends you a little tap on the shoulder or on the heart, and they come from different places. And my entire career, I've definitely taken a lot of notes and followed a lot of signs, and God will open up a path for you to follow. So listen closely and share with a friend. All right, let's do this. There's no better way than to just dive in. So... When you guys comment on my latest Instagram post, I will indeed answer your questions. So thanks for being so awesome. Okay, so <clears throat> oh, this person is really funny. First question, Cass underscore E-L-I. Um, this is super <laughs> surfacy, but it's funny. I know that your focus is on wellness, but you're a flawless dresser. Any fashion tips or staples? Why, yes. So what you guys may or may not know, Cass, is I come from fashion. So I worked as a model for about 15 years before I fully transitioned into media and publishing and hosting shows. Um, so I usually wear staples. So like Citizens of Humanity, Chrissy Jeans, which are high-waisted, a uh, t-shirt from Madewell or James Purse. And then a lot of my like sweaters, I like them from, um, like I like Free People's stuff. I think they're awesome. Uh, there's a company called Amore Vert. I like their clothes because they're sustainable and same with Reformation. Um, and obviously, like, Madewell is the shiz. It's just, like, a great buy, lasts a long time. I buy classic pieces now instead of stuff that's, like, super trendy and cheap. I don't believe in buying cheap fashion. I think it's a waste of labor, materials, and it's also polluting our waters. And as a former fit model, I tried on thousands and thousands and thousands of garments over my career of 15 years. And so I value high quality fashion now. I've got one really good leather jacket from Madewell, like one really good pair of pants right now, and one white t-shirt I wear all the time. Um, I like Nike high tops. Don't ask. I don't know why. I'm so into them. Or Stan Smith's um, from Adidas on a regular day. And when it comes to swimwear, I'm obsessed with my private party swim. Um, I like to support my girlfriend's company, Girl in the Water. And I also am really, I, I just love like classic beauty when it comes to garments. So like a great pleather skirt, a really good bodysuit. And just being really honest, when you're fit and you look good, you can make anything look spectacular. All right. All right. Thanks for your question. You are awesome. Now moving on to question two. This is the bender. So let's see how many we can take down. <laughs> how did you make yourself pursue your dreams and focus on it? Oh, so this question we answered already in one of the other episodes. I really am starting from the very beginning. So this is great. Okay, here's a good one from Amy. 
uh, Giglio Art. Okay, so Amy, G-I-G-L-O Art, is also one of the most talented watercolorists I've ever seen. She has painted a portrait of Cece, my beloved cat who's here with me at Mom and Dad's right now. Adore her. And then she also did a painting for my friend Adrian Mishler of Benji, her dog. So cute. So Amy says, I've thought long and hard about what to ask you. So I've come up with two. How does a person like you who enjoys forest bathing and meditating with monks, a person who's an empath and how you happily flourish even in a place like New York, it seems like it's so disconnected from the natural world and is never quiet. I can only handle it for about a day and then the vibrations of all the people feel really overwhelming. Wow. Okay, Amy, so I moved from LA and San Diego to New York as a writer. This will be my eighth year in September and God bless Hannah, my heart, New York. I think it's important for us to always follow the signs. Like I said, you may not get your question answered today on this weekend bender, but certainly, most certainly, I will be giving you guys all information and tidbits that are pretty useful. And like I always say, take it or leave it. Like you don't have to listen to this pod. You, you, I I would like to think of all the knowledge that I acquire. I'm pretty picky about who I take it from. And the two people that I love listening to the most are my mother and father because they don't speak a lot. So when they speak, I listen. Um, And I'm currently in my childhood room with surfboards and like bikinis surrounding me because that's how I grew up. And it's really, um, it's really nice to come back here because it's a contrast from my place in New York. So I worked really, really hard to get an apartment that overlooks the water and the city in New York. And I did that on purpose because as an empath and somebody who works with compassion and love, And somebody who's a real creator, like somebody who does a lot of creation and speaking and hands-on artwork and production, photography, cooking, and writing and developing off-camera and off-social in real life, I find that it's important for us to check out as much as we can. So when I come to Cali, I just like wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt. I go to yoga. I run. I see my childhood friends who always like check me and and make fun of me. And it's just like nice to be away from the city. But when I'm in New York, I appreciate the energy of the city and I appreciate the badassery that's around me. Like my friends are like editors at all the magazines and editor in chiefs of all the magazines. And they're real deal fucking hustlers who are, are real deal publicists representing the best brands in the world. And I don't play. I came to fucking batter up when I moved to New York. And that was a sure thing. Not every day is perfect. I created the Wabi Sabi podcast because we're talking about the middle. My mentor reminded me today that we can't talk about that exciting beginning and the successful end. He's like, what you're doing is you're talking about the middle. And you know what? Nobody talks about the middle because I'm in the the fucking woods right now. I'm in the middle of the city. I can't see anything around me except trees or buildings, whichever way you look at it. And as my friend Julie once told me, like, you won't be able to see the full picture until you're out of the forest or out of the city. So allow me to be your best friend who's going through the pain right now. Um, I can hide it really well because I know that my best work is given to you when I take time and when I study and share what I've learned over the years with you. So the city has its perks. It's a great place for singles It's a great place for food. It's a great place for nightlife. And overall, it is about the network there. I host events in New York City all the time. I've hosted events for Chanel, for Adidas, for Nike, for Shiseido, for Origins, for Samsung, 
Vitamix, you name it, I've done it. And I can't do that anywhere else in the world. When people ask me about their dreams and how to make them come true, you know what I tell them? Move to New York because it still stands true. Alicia Keys and Jay-Z put it best. It's a concrete jungle where dreams are made of. And you cannot get that anywhere else. Or I think it was Frank Sinatra that once said, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. It's true. That's why I moved there. One day, when I find the man of my dreams, I'll move to Hawaii and Cali. Okay, maybe Italy. (laughs) And then um, Amy has a second question. It says, my second question is a little silly. But what's your flower budget like when you do a photo shoot? (laughs) Amy, it's different every time. Sometimes I go to Sprout Home down the street from my house in Brooklyn. And like 10 stems are like 70 bucks. Sometimes I'll hop a train over to um, 28th Street. There's a flower district there. And I'll pull floral for three hours. And it will be cherry blossoms or dahlias or peonies. And I'm looking for specific things whenever I shoot. But I never go in with a plan. I just go with what I fucking feel like buying that day and what looks the best. And that's exactly how I wear my wardrobe too. So I love being off the cuff. As my mother says, you really enjoy the chaos. And it's true. Uh, A little masochistic over here. I like the thrill of just going and pulling that in that moment. Budget-wise, it can be whatever I can afford that day. And as an artist, um, I'm going to be honest, I am financially strapped most of the year. I really am. Um, We'll talk about that on our podcast on Tuesday. So you guys know I'm going to be very real about managing finances as somebody who comes from, um, you know, a middle American or not middle American, but a middle class family in America. Like my parents aren't throwing paper at me. You know, like they're not my backup. So we're going to talk real talk about that. So T.M. Cunningham wrote on the Skinny Confidential podcast, hi, Lauren and Michael, Um, you got into relationships a little and it sounds like you're single. Can you talk more about what that's like? I feel like all with 20 L's of my friends are in relationships, even though they're not good. (laughs) Oh, girl, wish we could go to drinks. All right, so whether this is a guy or a girl, I'm not sure, actually. Sometimes I just screenshot him, so, like, I can't look back at the person. So sorry about that. But your question, T.M. Cunningham, it's so true. Singles are now proven to be just as happy, if not happier, than couples. Um, I already pre-recorded a really painful podcast on this topic because so many people ask me about it. I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, this is how I see dating. I'm a great girl. I'm a good girlfriend when I'm in a relationship. I'm very loyal and devout and I cook. I know how to do things real good. And I, I see it as may the best man win or woman, whoever it could be anybody. I don't know yet. (laughs) I really don't want to look for someone My life is really cool and it's unique and, you know, I may struggle as an artist every day, but um, I like my life and I don't want to get emotional, but I would rather have lived a life having loved many men and being in many relationships and seeing a lot of hot bodies (laughs) And having fun with them, then looking back and wondering what that life would have been like. I don't date a lot. I'm really picky, um, as I should be, and you too. I don't go in those apps. I've been on them before, and uh, <laughs> let's just say there were some fucking stress cases out there, like men that I that had like issues, and I just I didn't have the capacity to deal with somebody with issues anymore because. A couple of my, like two of my last relationships, the, the men had issues and I, I can't do that anymore. I'm whole and healthy and good on my own. I know who I am. 
And I need the person that I end up with to be the same. I want him to be a really good teammate and a best friend. So TM, if you're looking for the perfect relationship, it doesn't exist. Wabi Sabi. May the best candidate win. And then you go from there. I hope that helps. Have fun if you're single. My God, there's so many fucking perks to being single for real. Come on, guys. I, I don't need to name them all. I'll do that on another pod for you, but it's true. All right. So uh, this person is talking to me about something with work. <laughs> Sorry. We get sent so many different kinds of notes from people. Um, it's really nice. I feel very, like, blessed. Okay. So this is a really nice one from... Um... Malikia? M-A-I-L-E-A-I-K-A, who is one of the nicest girls I've met on here. We talk sometimes. And yes, it is me writing all of you guys back. <laughs> Come on. All right. So um, she says, the biggest question for me is a lot of people are figuring out their how and why. <clears throat> There's a lot of passionate millennials who want to take the next step, but they don't know exactly how to get there. How did you make the jump? And was there anything different that you would have done? What's the future of becoming a successful influencer? Everything is getting very basic. Ugh, fuck basic, right? Um, when you're moving, when are you moving to Cali? Oh, well, girl, I'm here now, but I'll see you at an event on Saturday next week. Okay, so... Um, First question was, how did I make the jump? You have to just do it. It's like me hitting the record button right now today. I could have procrastinated all day and like looked at pictures of Nike high tops and cats and called 30 of my friends, but we're even gone to the beach with them. But I'm, I'm choosing to be a good contributor for you and, and start our first weekend bender. I mean, this is, this is important for me to make you feel like a community with me because we are in this together. We truly are. And if you're attracted to me, it means you're real because it takes one to know one. I don't think I could be fake if somebody tried to pay, pay me to be fake. I'd be a really shitty actress. So um, you have to just do it. You have to just go. Do something every day that gets you closer to your dream job. Maybe the first step is quitting your everyday job. Maybe the first step is buying the URL you want and getting the back end of your WordPress set up. Or maybe it's just launching that newsletter. Maybe it's putting your book proposal together. Maybe it's getting a mentor to help guide you. Then she said, is there anything you would have done differently? I mean, I live with the notion that my life is mapped out exactly how it was supposed to be. And even though it was perfectly imperfect, like there's so many fucked up things about my life I don't think I would have done anything different because even though I'm imperfect and I struggle with so many things personally, I like where I am and I like who I am. And sometimes I ask God like why I'm doing this and my bank account, for instance, like drained this month. And, and that's, I have a cushion that I always prep for, but that just like doesn't happen that often. And Financially, it really, really, really stressed me out. Again, we're going to talk about that on Tuesday um, in the next episode. But I just, I have to tell you guys, like, this is a really, like, being a creator and a real one, I don't mean just, like, somebody who has a big following, um, <clears throat> being, like, a real badass writer and, and having penned six books and working with all the greats, this is a tough job, but I will not regret a thing. Honestly, I love all the pasta I've had. I love every party that I fucking stayed out till four in the morning. I love every guy sort of that I've been with. <laughs> okay, that's a fucking lie. But <laughs> um, I can't believe I even uttered that. That's a lie, Candace. 
<laughs> but I mean, I had fun with a lot of them before shit got bad. Let me just say that. So no, I don't regret anything. I really don't. And I fucking, I, I don't have a perfect life. It is so fucking crazy. I just got off the phone with my girlfriend, Nikki. And we were like consoling one another over stuff we're working through. And even my parents last night, <clears throat> like have to always coach me to be graceful and they and they say things like very quietly like you know don't go there because you're better than that and that's how I was raised like there's no gossip in our household there was no shit talking and there was certainly no sitting around and bullshit there's none of that I'm just moving the mic closer to me <laughs> God, I'm in my childhood bed right now. Well, it's not my childhood bed, actually. This is a, a bigger bed that I eventually bought for myself and shoved into this room. But it's so funny. I'm in my childhood room. The last question that she asked was like, what's the um, future of being a successful influencer? You know what? <sighs> Honestly, um, I think your name is Malia. Um well, yeah, it's, it's all, what a pretty name too. Um, I knew you're part Japanese as well. Cause we talked about that on Insta, but I think the success that I'm seeing, it comes from you. Do you know why? Because you guys choose who you're following and the advertisers and marketing people are now paying for quality content. And I'd like to say this to all advertisers with dollars and people in marketing and PR with dollars and brands with dollars, please, like I'm begging you, my hands on my heart, do research on the people that you're hiring. Because a lot of us who have incredible talent and resumes and have been doing this professionally with education and clout, respect and grit and experience, we're being undermined because we don't want to be on an app all day. And that's not our, that's not our biggest concern right now. Our biggest concern is actually writing books, actually working on the field, creating new recipes, having to work one-on-one -on -one with clients, speaking at, at big speaking and engagements and events that we get booked for professionally. I've been signed with IMG William Morris for almost a decade, you know, and I shouldn't be competing with a bunch of phonies. So please, like as my dad says, what happens when the battery dies? Look at somebody's resume for what it's fucking worth in big, bold letters. Look at the person and what they have to offer when the battery is dead. Um, okay, I'm moving on. Hmm. All right, Elena. Praha, A-L-E-N-A-P-R-A-H-A, -A -A, writes, Oh, you really astonished me with an opportunity. Monkey face. <laughs> There's so many different um, controversial info about health and nutrition nowadays. What trend in health and wellness in the health and wellness community irritates you the most? Thank you. With a ton of avocados and greens. Wow. Well, I mean, I try to stay legit, like, cool and chill about wellness and health. And I really just stick to what works. So I think the only thing that probably bothers me is like, there are too many people trying to tell people what to do. And everybody's different. You know, I'm half Japanese, half Polish American, like my genetic structure and my workouts and my traveling schedule and where I live, the air I'm breathing to the people I associate with will affect my mental, emotional, and physical health. And as a professional writer, I'm not going to push my my diet that I'm choosing to live on on you at all. I simply write recipes that I think are delicious and that are sustainable and that help you to feel satiated and that are full of nutrients and low sugar because that's how I like to eat and that makes me feel really good. So I would say maybe just do a little more of what I said in my last answer on this lovely weekend bender just educate yourself on who you're following because you live in a little bubble and I've said this before and you're electing the information that you are consuming every day. So I only follow high level trained professionals in the medical field like registered dietitians, nutritionists, MDs, 
physical therapists, people with doctorates. And then um, for myself, like I went to culinary school, I cooked on the line. Um, a lot of the chefs that I work with did one or the other or both as well. And um, we all respect and love each other and know each other pretty darn well. So just look at the professionals in the industry and see what they're recommending and doing. But know that everybody is different. And like there's not one thing in health and wellness to follow. There is a nice, juicy variety. Okay. Oh, my God. There's so many juicy questions, guys. A lot of you take pictures of the vegan matcha cookies that I make and send them to me. I am obsessed. And a lot of you guys make my matcha lattes. Um, they're all on my website, you guys, or on my IGTV. Oh, my Lord. All right. So suspend.it asked me, so you said to ask anything in your stories. So I have a product-based business advice question. How do I get my products into the hands of movers and shakers? Not looking for a hand here, but I want to work and grow organically. I was randomly discovered by an editor at HGTV. I had a fall through, but no big splashes. Then I've collaborated with other makers and hustlers, and that's been amazing. Am I on the right track? Oh, suspended. Okay, so... Don't get discouraged by anything, okay? A lot of you guys sometimes don't know how to um, reach out to a bigger network. So number one, don't be afraid because every single professional once started as an amateur. Every single professional once started as an amateur. That's everyone. Picasso, uh, I don't know, Van Gogh, <laughs> Michelangelo. <laughs> Let me just name off the Ninja Turtles, Donatello. Um, we we all started somewhere at the bottom. Like, Drake wasn't the only one. Come on, Drake. <laughs> I love him and his new album is so good. So um, don't be afraid to cold reach whoever you'd like. But let me just preface that you need to come out with a sick one sheet or a sick deck. And that means make it fucking good if you also have a website or social accounts make them look amazing if you're sending me something i'm gonna click on the link and if it looks like shit mm, i probably won't write to that person again so do your out outreach know who you're talking to and make your work look fabulous and be persistent don't get discouraged <laughs> All right, next question. Sorry, there are just so many. Uh, you guys are awesome. I just want to be diligent and stay on track as well. Oh my, a lot of you guys are like really excited about this podcast Jules Wick said she's listening to the second episode when she's walking in Brooklyn and she's stopping at the corner of Wythe to reply hey that's my neighborhood too she said I'm so in tons of capital O's fucking stoked that you started this podcast and you've come into my universe I feel like I live from a place of wabi-sabi and I just never knew it I feel so deeply connected to you and your story you are so goddamn real and open. Like you said, this is what we all need and are craving. Um, I guess this is more of a comment from Jules Wick. I respect your courage and vulnerability. The fact that you allowed yourself to cry and be so honest and speak about your journey. Oh my God, thank you. She goes on to say um, that she feels like doing happy dance and that I've helped her to validate her dream. She says, I have no choice other than to see this dream tonight. Thank you for giving me the courage. I owe it to myself to make shit happen. And I feel such a sense of excitement and passion when I hear you speak. And I take your words to heart. Thank you for being you in capital letters. You know what, Jules? Thank you for fucking being you. I hope I run into you on the street corner when I'm running late for my pure bar class or when I'm at Whole Foods wearing no makeup and putting uh, avocados into my basket. I just, I can't tell you how much I love you guys back. And I am going to focus on the positivity that we've had from this pod because this pod is fucking hot. <laughs> Do you know I'm naked right now? Of course I'm not, but you wish. Okay, so 
Oh my God, you guys are so sweet. So a lot of you are writing about how you're also half and mixed and you're first generation. And they, they want to just say thank you for keeping it so raw and real. Love for Avo wrote, you're seriously such a breath of fresh air. It's been pretty difficult finding an inspiring podcast that I identify with. I'm half Filipino and half German, first generation American. I'm so thankful to have stumbled across your episode on Rosie Acosta's pod. Yo, what's up? Rosie's my work wife. Did you know that? Um, she said, I'm excited to hear more of your story. Thanks for keeping it raw and real. First of all, love for Avo. Love your name. Second of all, Rosie Acosta is my badass B work wife, along with Sahara Rose. I love them. And you are so fucking welcome for keeping it real. I wouldn't want to be any other way, you guys. There must be a shitload of fake people out there. Because I'm just being myself, you guys. I'm being serious. It kind of is a little bit crazy that I'm like the most real person that people have heard in a long time. Oh, I have a screenshot of a guy who writes me lots of messages on my phone right now. <laughs> you know, when you've got those <laughs> and then you try to delete them later when you're dating somebody new. Hey, Candace. So my question for you is most of the recipes in your new book with matcha or miso are based uh, with matcha and miso. Are there ways around them? I've tried them so many times and I want to like them, but I can't. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Instead of matcha, because I know there are some people that don't like it, you can definitely try another tea that you really like. You know, the only thing about matcha is though, it's a powdered grain tea. And so it's full of antioxidants and nutrients. And if you really don't like the vegetal flavor, if you're making a, um, say like a blended um, smoothie or a latte, you can add more almond milk, more coconut milk. You can add coconut mana, which is coconut butter, just to cut the vegetal taste. And then with miso, don't sweat it. It's not for everyone. Um, you can try something different like a tahini paste maybe, um, or you can just stick to cooking with regular stocks like veggie broth, chicken broth, don't worry about any of that. Um, there's also a Korean spicy paste, gojujan, that's really good as well. But just know you're not alone. You can try sriracha sauce, anything. Secondly, it's just amazing how you found your path. And I'm on my way to finding mine. By the way, this is chi.esposito. Um, did you have a clear vision of where you wanted to get to? Is that something that you figured out a long time ago just by doing the things you enjoyed? Question mark. Well, like I said earlier, I really just followed the signs. I didn't, I may have enrolled myself into culinary school, but I didn't know I'd become the golden girl of wellness. I didn't know that my work would stand out the way it has. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it's because I am just being myself and honestly because my grandfather was an impressionist artist and painter and my aunt was a tapestry artist and has collections all over the world. I kind of grew up into that world and so my mother encouraged me without really even knowing it to pursue greatness and to help others and my father encouraged me to work with integrity and grace. And he always said, if you are able to help others, help them. And you are always able to help others. So keep going and do what you can to help others. And you'll see your career will definitely blossom. Okay. So Melissa array with lots of A's in front of it said, I just made your ginger peach smoothie and I loved it. Thank you for sharing. I love me some smoothies. Thanks girl. I'll put the recipe back up on my site for the weekend bender. She said, yeah, it was so yummy. And your question, how did you find your purpose? I actually heard of you from listening to the ultimate health podcast and I loved your combo. Great combo. Okay, Melissa, you're so good. So again, this is Miss Melissa array. I screenshot her question at 11, 11 a.m. You must be lucky. It's, again, another one of the questions about, like, how did I find my life's purpose? In Japanese, we call one's purpose an ikigai. Now, everyone needs to feel needed and loved and wanted. 
and everybody needs a sense of purpose in their life. I urge you to follow every sign that comes your way. Pray and meditate, volunteer, be good to others, don't talk shit, don't gossip, focus on yourself, fuck what everyone else is doing and do you, and do it well. Don't do shitty work, please. And remember, everyone is trying their best and doing their best, and everyone's going through something bad and good at the same time. Wabi Sabi, if you have your health, you're already winning. If you live in the U.S. or Canada or somewhere that's amazing and, and full of life and vibrant, I know a lot of you listeners are in other countries and I can't wait to visit you. But if you have your health and you're living in an incredible country, you fucking won. Try to focus on what you have. Take a class that you're interested in. Right now, I really need to learn how to... I just learned how to record... I'm going to learn how to make my podcast even better for you. So I'm trying different formats. Um, I learn how to put together all my marketing assets and everything that you see on Instagram stories. That's like a swipe up or IGTV. Those, those are all me posting. So um, I'm learning how to be a hustler every day. It doesn't end, girl. Kaizen. All right. Jasmine Guleria says... Oh, no, she's talking about, I think, an event or something. Sorry. Oh, this is a good one. Lauren Yumi, 89. You must be Japanese. Hello, Lauren. Konnichiwa. Konbanwa. Loren-san, genki desu ka? Her question is, what is on your personal and professional bucket list? Oh, this is a great question. So there's many. <laughs> I'd like to cook for Drake Topless. I'd like to be able to meet Tim Ferriss for ramen. I'd like to be able to meet the monks over in Machu Picchu. And um, it'd be nice to meet the Dalai Lama one day and interview him. I would like to write my next book as a paperback. And I'm not sure what the format will be yet, but it'll be the first book of stories. I'd like to put together my work as a collaborative show docu, but actually make it into a really juicy series. Because ever since childhood, or, or the moment I suppose my parents met in Tokyo, um, there's a great story, a great story. And I'd like to produce and direct that. I'd also like to produce and direct a documentary on the Japanese internment camps in the US. I think there are stories to be told of endurance, gaman, and great resilience. Um, and eventually I would really like to see the rest of the world to meet an incredible guy and, um, for him to be my best friend and love and support me. And I'll do the same for him. And maybe we can have a really great house in LA in Cali and in Hawaii and maybe even Italy and live a good life and know Wabi Sabi is that everything won't be perfect forever. Did you hear my mom's voice in that background? Not everything can be perfect forever. Yeah, mom. Fucking get that. Okay. Wow. Tammy. So T-A-K-Y-E-E-S-A-K. -E -E Tammy. Hi, I'm Tammy. I live in New York and I had to finish listening to your newest book on Audible. Oh, thanks, Tammy. That means she got Kintsugi Wellness on Audible, which I recommend for all of you guys to get as well. She said, I'm so happy to find your work and I'm touched by your podcast. I want to know how you balance body image and food choices. I'm recovering from a disorder and it's been up and down and I'm not there yet to say I'm balanced or well yet. Thanks in advance. Well, first of all, Tammy, thanks for your bravery and writing to me. Uh, my hand is on my heart. I feel for you and with you. Um, I grew up with a lot of friends in SoCal that had serious eating disorders from childhood all the way through college. And you know what? It's very common. Um, and I was always just there for them. And uh, I'm going to do another episode on body image, which I've already recorded but I want you guys to know that because I was a fit model for 15 years, that my struggle was always like maintaining my weight. 
And that was hard because I was expected to shoot for um, magazines to try on tiny bikinis. I mean, like I, I think I've said this before as Aloe's first fit model ever at Aloe Yoga. Um, I always had to have an incredible physique and the pressure is on and the pressure is so bad that it, it does torture me sometimes, you know, internally. Um, it's all about eating a lot of fiber, veggies and fruits. Like right now I'm really focused on the F factor because I can eat really well and eat a lot of filling fiber. And I run every morning to really balance my day. And I do the running more for my mental health. And then sometimes at the end of the day, I'll go to like yoga or pure bar, but like today I'm not going to do that. I went for a run already this morning at the beach and I just, I just want to chill. So it's okay to rest sometimes and not to be so hard on yourself. But remember like every food choice you make does matter. So I only eat fruits and veggies and I snack on nuts and I try to make healthy, healthy, healthy choices. I try to pack fruits and veggies for my plane rides. And as snacks, I'll do like raw almonds or walnuts. Um, and then I just try to load up on like healthy, fibrous foods. And I try not to be so hard on myself. So Tammy, I want you to, to do the same thing. Um, you can get my book, Clean Green Eats and Clean Green Drinks. And start eating more salads and smoothies during the day to fill up on watery, uh, like watery vegetables. Like most veggies are full of water and that helps you to stay fuller longer. Fruits and veggies are also full of fiber and nutrients and you're going to get the most bang for your buck when you eat fruits and veggies because you're getting antioxidants, fiber, vitamins, minerals, you name it. And, uh, I've written so many cookbooks now, I recommend all of them, but I also know that Clean Green Eats and Clean Green Drinks helped people the most. I love that you had the courage to write this, so thank you. Oh man, you guys are so nice. A lot of these are just comments about how I'm killing it and how real I am, and they're like, holy moly, you're unbelievable and raw and... This is a side of Candace Kumai I've never seen, and you're so, I admire you. Thank you, you guys. Um, Victoria KR wrote a shout-out. Seriously, S-R-S-L-Y, delicious, wrote a shout-out. The Meg thing wrote a shout-out. Oh, my God. You guys are so sweet. So I'm going to end our bender on the Meg thing's question. She has a really cool question. So she said... Italy. I can't wait to visit there. This is definitely on my list of places I want to go 100%. As far as episode three is where I went, I can't wait for more. The whole entrepreneur world is so new to me. I need to get my hustle on. I definitely look forward to your next episodes. First goal, finishing my book, she says, with adorable emoji with the arm that's flexing and the blushing face. She said, will you do podcasts about the different places that you travel to and your favorite spots to check out? Well, all right. I would like to say one of my favorite places I've ever been to was the Koyasan Mountains in Japan, along with Shikoku Island. So please look them up. Osaka is so amazing as well if you like food. Um, Tokyo is fun if you fly in there and just have a great time and climb Mount Fuji for a day or two. But you have to plan <clears throat> If you're going to go to Mount Fuji, you have to plan that trip. So do not go off season. Please do your research on the correct seasons. Bondi Beach, I'm obsessed with my friends Lee, Sarah Wilson, <coughs> and a couple other friends that live there. And I always visit them um, and try to chill by the beach there. When it's winter here in the U.S., it's summer there. So it's perfect. Um, I love Carlsbad and San Diego and Encinitas where I grew up. I'm here now and the glow from the sun out the window is so phenomenal and real and there's always palm trees everywhere it's like nostalgia for me um i really love hana maui and hawaii is a magical place to always go 
Um, I recently went to Turtle Island in Fiji, and the people there were amazing. So if you're looking for a place um, that is sensual, <laughs> or to honeymoon, Turtle Island all the way. It was it was like this amazing place to just stay chill. I also really love Portland, Oregon, and Seattle. I think they're two amazing places to go in Austin, Texas. So there's three places in the U.S. I love. And I mean, I'm Cali, New York, so fucking San Francisco, New York, all the way. All right, so I think that this is going to conclude our weekend bender. I hope you guys got something out of it that was juicy. I do want to say I saw mom and dad when I got in yesterday. My dad, he's like, we're going to stop at Costco. We totally stopped at Costco. Totally got all of his necessary uh, Kirkland Signature jeans and rotisserie chicken. And we drove around the Prius. And then I told them at dinner, I said, do you know that I impersonate you guys on the pod? And they were like, mom's like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, mom, I purse my lips and I do this thing with my eyes and it's you. It's like a character I created. And it sounds like this. And she says, oh, yeah, but I don't really sound like that. <laughs> My dad, I was like, yo, dad, this is what you sound like. What happens when the battery dies? <laughs> and then my dad was like, you know, I'm reading the, the book on Steve Jobs right now. He's just a fascinating person. I'm like, oh, really? Tell me a little bit more about Steve. Well, you know, we actually took a lot of those ideas from Microsoft, you know. Oh, no, no, no. The opposite. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Shit. Uh, the ideas that Steve came up with Microsoft somehow took, I don't know. I shouldn't even be talking about that. What the fuck? And then my mom, she was like, okay, we are going to go through how to water these plants. I'm going to make your favorite curry salmon with vegetables. It's so great. This is just so great. Okay, great. You and your sister are like a power sister. As my sister and I both have podcasts. Jenny's pod is called Wheel Suckers. My mom was like, what? <laughs> um, and uh, she runs her bike shop in London. Shout out to Jenny, yo. All right, next, last two things that we're going to do that we're going to start doing on every pod, and this is pretty exciting, is we're going to end with Wellness Cooking Beauty. So in wellness, I think I said this a little earlier, you guys check out the F-Factor diet, F as in Frank. Um, my friend Tanya Zuckerbrot wrote it and I think it's really fascinating because it makes you look at fiber and carbs all over again. I've been enjoying cereal. Can you fucking believe it? Oh my god, cereal's amazing. When you get really stoned with cold milk, cereal is the best. And like make it almond milk or hemp milk or oat milk. That's my shout out to wellness. Um shout out to beauty. I've been trying out Drunk Elephant's baby facial, which you're really only supposed to use like once a week. But check it out and you'll find out why I love it. And in cooking, I know one of our questions earlier said that they didn't really like matcha or miso. But hundreds of you have written to me over the last 10 years of my career on how much you love those two ingredients. So I'm going to go through a couple of recipes that you can do with both. Miso is so magical. You can make a dressing out of it that everybody will love. All you need to do is get your favorite vegan mayo and mix it with miso paste. Add a little sriracha and you've got a dip. You can make kabocha squash fries by cutting up a kabocha squash, seeding it, tossing it in olive oil with a little sea salt. Get them out of the oven after like 375 for 30 and then you dip them into your miso sriracha. It's so fucking good. I also think just making a delicious miso dressing with a little miso paste Gomabura, which is sesame oil, a touch of honey or maple, and rice vinegar or apple cider vinegar is amazing. Whisk it all up together. Add your kale, your daikon, your fresh corn, all your hemp seeds, and avocado, and you've got a miso kale Caesar salad that is bomb. The recipe is in my book, Kintsugi Wellness. And with matcha, I highly recommend trying it instead of coffee every morning. Keeps you focused with L-theanine. It is absolutely delicious when it's paired with coconut mana, a little almond milk, and blended up with some hot water in your Vitamix. Um, you can make a matcha latte, and you can check my videos on my YouTube, 
my website, and Instagram TV. And I also love making my favorite matcha smoothie. Take one frozen banana and put it in your Vitamix. Add a little bit of coconut water, spinach, coconut milk, or almond milk. Sometimes I love hemp milk. And blend it on up. Add your matcha powder. Add your favorite protein powder. Mine is made out of rice protein. And blend. And if you want it to be a little thicker and more thick on viscosity, like an ice cream, you can add some more frozen banana or you can add some more ice. And if you like it a little thinner, then add more liquid to it. I've also been making a really yummy peach apple cider vinegar smoothie. So you just add peaches to your Vitamix, a little bit of almond milk. You can add a touch of spinach as well if you'd like. You can add some strawberries. All of them should be frozen, by the way. Frozen fruit is the best for consistency of a milkshake-like smoothie. Then add a touch of apple cider vinegar. I use Nature's Intent apple cider vinegar. Pour it in, and it is so delicious. I highly encourage you guys to check out my recipes. I'm not just a blogger or a podcaster. I've written six books. I've been on the masthead at Shape and Men's Fitness. I was at Men's Health and Women's Health before that. I've written books with Rodale, Hyperion, Random House, HarperCollins, and I have uh, directed and produced and edited all of my own content for the last 10 years. There's like a scroll, you know, I judge on Iron Chef, on Beat Bobby Flay. I was on Top Chef when I was 22. Um, I was a former model. Like, there's just so much goodness to share with you guys. So don't forget to look at the experience of the person that you are falling in love with. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks for the weekend bender, yo. Not hungover. Can you fucking believe it? Neither am I. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> My cat is sleeping next to me. Cece is the queen. She's 16. I got her in college. Um, I need to get a life. I need to get a life. I need to start dating. For real. For real. For real. I love you guys. Oh my god. Peace out. And don't forget to listen to the pod Tuesday and spread the love on the weekend vendor. Yo. Don't do drugs. And if you do them, don't tell your parents. Be safe. Bye.